We say what they can't radio. I like that right there. You liked it last week. Every week I like it. I've been liking it since we heard it the first time. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome, 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 welcome. And to start this off, man, we're going to always start off like we always start off. Don't blink, think. Uh-oh. And we are going to go with Valentine's Day Ugh. or Christmas. Ooh. <laughs> and you know specifically in what realm of those two things I'm discussing, Valentine's Day or Christmas, for your significant other, if hypothetical or existing. Oh, okay. okay. You want me to go? Yeah, you go. I ain't got nothing to say about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I already thought many years. It's over. Like, it's no more Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go ahead. I got you. Um, I'll say Valentine's Day. Um, just because you just want to make sure that other person, that other significant of yours is just special. Man, make sure that person feels special oh, in every single I got to go with Christmas because Christmas is the one time where I can diverge like the meaning of me having to buy you anything. It's just like, yo, this was about Jesus today. Well, <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> this was not about me and you. And this, you man, this man was born to die for our oh, sins. Well, I don't understand how yo, me buying you nah. a present signifies that I give Jesus his just due. I'm sorry. What in the world? <laughs> yo, where's this? You know, anyway, you know, yeah, I like, you know what? I like that. I, I, I preservation say, of your money. Honestly, I would say for me personally, Christmas, family, gifts. Okay. Christmas, family man. gifts only. I think the idea of family gifts only. Yeah. I family never, gifts I, I didn't have one. Family yeah. gifts only. I didn't get any family. Well, I don't have a girl, so I can't be doing Christmas shopping for imaginary friends. You know what I mean? Now, what if you doing Christmas? What if you talking to a girl and y'all just started talking to like the you get her of, no Christmas, the end of November, nothing, and y'all actually hitting it all, no and nothing, then, and then Christmas nothing. comes, um, nothing, nothing. You know what? Wow, she can get a good. Christmas card, a Christmas card, yeah, from gifts on my on my. I, what what on if my she text, get like what, my test mixes? Gift. What if she, she gets you a gift though? Oh man, girl. nice gift. They were like, girl, you shouldn't have. <laughs> That's all she's getting. Yo, what, all right. So one year, look, look so, at me like you love me. So one year for Christmas, <laughs> I bought this girl who I was dating. I bought her a um, really nice gift. I bought her some uh, some Uggs. My mom was Ooh. like, "Bro, don't buy no woman no shoes. Nah, she gonna she walk gonna right, walk out, right out, out your life." <laughs> out your life. Yeah. I was I like, "You know, like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know." Yo, bro, how, how you gonna tell a woman she don't know she talking about? If she telling you. <laughs> Bro. A man about your mom's shoe before she done stepped out on me. Bro, yeah. January. She, walked, she was walking right away, bro. I was looking like, oh, snap. Can I get those back? Oh, the, oh, the, yeah. the woman in your life yeah. that you bought yeah. the us for? Well, yeah. I mean, she left you with the us? She gave them back? No, nah, she didn't give them back. She took them? Yeah, she took them. Would she you ask them. for them back, though? Uh, no. Okay. For Let what? Have it? Like, what am I going to do with it? Like, well, I don't know, man. But now you know, she can say that she played you. I mean, it was a size 15. Like, you know, not that many women Damn, wear size 15. kind of woman are you, Dane? I'm lying. I was joking. He know he wouldn't even ask for him back if he wanted to. You wouldn't be bold enough. You lie, you bruh. But you know I would. Excuse I would too. Excuse but... me, man. How are you doing? <laughs> it was such a pleasure to spend the weeks that we spent. I need. Together. I need. <laughs> nah, she got me a nice gift that year. That's the best. She had gave me a, a. I would say a dope experience. Now, now, gift. now, the last time I was in a relationship. Now, I ain't gonna lie. My Christmas gift was dope. I was given uh two Travis Scott tickets. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. he's a great performer. You, mar- you didn't marry him. 
Huh? He broke it with him right after. I would have married him. Right I after the concert. He was like at the concert, like, yo, this ain't gonna I work. I did not. <laughs> I did not. The concert was in Ma- in March. So she was prepared for a long time thing. It was oh, just, okay. you know, I just, driver just wasn't in the space to be I ready. Understand. But come on, let's get this. All right, cool. All right, y'all. Welcome to episode two. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Ghetto Profits podcast, the podcast where three black male educators from Boston and Brooklyn come together to discuss and argue everything and anything affecting us this week. Again, I'm one of your co-hosts, Mark. Um, and over the MLK weekend, I had the opportunity to go ahead and watch Bad Boys 3. Yeah, uh, amazing movie. For sure. Yeah, and talk about it. yeah, had time to also had a lot of, you know, free time. So I thought to myself a lot about, uh, my future, uh, things that I want to do, yeah. uh, some positives. And also I was able to donate some clothes. Yeah. I have a lot of clothes. There, no. So. Donated some clothes over the weekend. Well, I'm Michael Driver, and you know me as the knowledge surgeon, or will know me as the knowledge surgeon. And uh, this MLK weekend, I'm not going to tell you no lie. Really, I took the time to really, like, self-reflect for real. But yesterday, I took a chance to um, watch some of King's older speeches Mm -hmm. that came after I Have a Dream. And the one that I was focused on the most was The Other America, which is a 47-minute video on YouTube. And it kind of, like, really expounds on how King conceptualized the two systems of living that we living in when it comes to being people of color and then yeah. being people of privilege. Because yeah. I don't want to just keep calling, like, white people only people that are privileged because there are people of color who got ordinary privilege. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There are people of color who have risen from, like, lower ends of, yeah. like, what they felt like was the lowest part of their life. Yeah. But then they've gotten so high that they forgot that they could come back down any time because they still got their black card. Absolutely. They got them up there. But, but yeah, so that was my MLK weekend. I was really going through his doctrine, man. And it really hit me because I'm like, man, like every day I get closer and closer and I right. get to share something even more great that Dr. King had was, which is eventually I'll be Dr. Driver. But I think one of the biggest things I think about when I think about the doctrine of like who he was, mm-hmm. he was just an action guy. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? He wrote a lot. He spoke a lot. But he really was doing like the poor people's campaign was the last campaign he was getting ready to initiate yeah, before he died. So, that was real. So the fact that like that wasn't finished because he died doing work, right? And I'd rather be like that. Like I rather right. if I die today, at least I know people look somebody will finish my school that I'm open. You yeah. feel me? Because that's something that I got from his experience. Yeah. And, the, and when you go down to the King Center um, in Atlanta, one of the things that they play is one of his last sermons. Yeah. Right. And he talked to it was the drum major. Right, the idea. Of, he said, that, "Don't, don't, don't. When they, when it's all said and done, don't look at my, my awards that I've gotten, three hundred, four hundred awards. Don't look at all the marches I've led. Don't look mm-hmm. at all the sermons that I preached. But when it's all said and done, I want people to know that I was a drum major for justice. For sure. Right, that I kept the beat going no matter what. For sure. And so that's what I definitely love that this past weekend I got some time to reflect as well. And now it's time for one of our uh, favorite sections, gentlemen. But you yeah. want to add on to that? Yo, yeah, man. Just about <laughs> MLK weekend. I didn't <laughs> do about much. Kick him right Yo, he's about to kick me off, like quick. My fault, bro. I'm nah, trying to cool. hey, No, I'm the real just to be here, though. Honestly, though, bro, what I really did was sleep. Uh, I did go out a couple of times. I went to a conference, a youth uh, youth ministry conference, um, by Pastor Ch- Chanel Ramsey, phenomenal mm-hmm. woman of God. Um, did that. Hung out with some friends. Got to see my pastor. Got to um, go to church. Haven't been um, at my church in almost a month because I've been away traveling, doing a lot of things. So, but one of the things I did get to do was sleep. When I say that I went to sleep one night around like ten o'clock and didn't wake up the next one until like eight thirty, and I felt so refreshed. Like still to this day, I you went to sleep re- at ten p.m. Ten p.m. Bro, oh, nah, I ain't never- and woke up at around. 8 a.m. And I just woke up like, wow, nah, this is this is what it feels like <laughs> to be normal again. And so that's, it, that's what I did this week. I got some rest. 
Um, there's some, and I also saw Bad Boys Three. Yes, sir. I saw it too. I saw it three times. I ain't gonna lie to you. What? Did, what? What? Why? You so, saw it three times. So I signed up for this thing where if I do this movie critic thing, where I go to three different viewings, do a survey to explain the reactions of the people mm-hmm. from the different sections of the movie. So I went on a Thursday, which is opening night. Went on a Saturday morning at eleven fifty to see what kind of like. People would come, small number, small number on 11.50, a larger number on uh, Thursday. Then I saw it again, Sunday night at 8.30, that was a sold-out show. And, um, yeah, but now I got $300 for that. What? Yeah, really? yeah, 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 yeah. How you get these surveys? Because, man, let me tell you something. Online? It's online? called. What's it called? Mind your business to maximize <laughs> your business. <laughs> let me tell you something. No real talk. I was looking on, I found this on Google, bro. What? And it was on a one-time deal. Why you didn't tell us? What you mean? Selfish. You ain't even call us. You I ain't sending me a text or nothing. I, I got Regal Unlimited, so I don't have to pay to go there. You do have to pay for those tickets if you can't. Like, they don't pay for your tickets to see it three times. I got Regal Unlimited. They only cost me 50 cents. Yeah. What? So yeah. it cost you 50 cents. Yo, people from Atlanta always know the, uh, I went to the all, movies. The, all the deals. I went man. to, because I paid twenty three fifty a month. You only pay the service oh, charge for Regal through the app. Okay. Oh, yeah, bro. So that, I mean, I'm a movie goer. So it, it makes sense for me to make it such an investment. $23 a month. And how many times you could go to the movies? You go any day, any day, any day, any day. For 50 cents. How many times? How many times? Any day, any day, any time. For 50 cents. Because that's the service charge. Because you already paid the twenty three fifty. Okay. Wow. I need to do that, bro. Yeah, bro. If you're a movie goer, yeah, it makes sense. And then when you go on dates, you just be like, "Hey, I got Regal Unlimited, baby." So did you go by by yourself or you went on a date? I went on a date the Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, Saturday morning date, eleven fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eleven fifty a.m. Nothing like a friend zone move like that. Like you know, Saturday morning going on. A date. I'm not okay, friend zone. I'm not. <laughs> no, friend I'm going. You friend zoned her. How? Day bro, night. who takes someone on a date Saturday afternoon, like morning? Me, cause yeah. I said, hey. Yeah, she probably now you get into my personal business. She you friends on her, bro. How you know we didn't leave to go to the movies after we woke up? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I never heard that before. I took you a date to the movies how about you at wait? eleven. So how how is it on a Saturday? On a Saturday. Yeah. That's like it's, I got my I got, it's possible. Okay. Have you, you not, made it happen? You, of course. Did you kiss her at the end? What do you mean? It's bad boys. We walked out of there, put my arm around the bad boys, bad boys. What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? And what you gonna do? <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, yeah but, okay. But no, nah, man, we gotta get to our next section, uh, our favorite section, man. And this section is what we call Kings Supporting Queens. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, man. What's up? You, Mark, I'm waiting to hear what you right, got cool, to say, man. All right, cool. So first things first, I want to give a shout out to hearing what's happening in Harvard University right now. All right, all uh, right, no, first no. time ever that there has been four African-American women deans at Harvard. And we all know uh, previously that Harvard has been a predominantly white school. For so sure. yeah. hearing that is just breaking down barriers. And we all know that, you know, in the future that Harvard has, you know, a growth mindset on where they want to be. So yeah. Just hearing that is just amazing. So right. shout out to them, man. So for me, I gotta I gotta go with Marseille Martin. Okay. Oh man, Marseille is dope. I, I I was like, she popped up on my Explore, and yeah. I I was just paying attention to like the wisdom that she mm-hmm. got, and how she already open to paying it forward to her peoples yeah. and the people around her, and uh, how she willing to grow as an artist, as mm-hmm. a, as an actress, and uh, the moves she already make. Bro, she making moves right now, yeah. like producing films, like it's. That's not your average like twelve year old thinking, and I right. tell and I tell y'all all the time. I, I think she's twelve, I believe. 
You talking about um, a yeah. uh, young lady from, from Blackish? Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. one of the biggest things I think about is um, when I went to Berlin, I told you I met the guy who started the school at 16. Yeah. I said, for me, it wasn't even about him starting the school at 16. For me, it was about, like, bro, what was you doing at 12? Like, <laughs> right. What was you thinking about at 12, 13? Right. So now you look at a young black woman. When you hear the concept that I don't like the future is female concept, I don't like that. But when you hear the future is 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 will be built on the architecture of women, I believe that. Right. Why? Because the expression of like such a young woman that permeates the other young women, and yeah. the fact that scientifically they progress a little bit faster to the point where the white matter in their brain is like moving more because they're willing to learn and open themselves to learning like that. That's that's amazing on her behalf to it. be such love a young it. star. I love it. You wouldn't mind if I cut you off real quick? Because I totally forgot. Drive just remind me. I need to shout out these women's names, and I totally forgot about them. Oh, go ahead. What was the name? Uh, so, uh, first one's Claudine Gay. Is that doctor? Doc, no. Okay, okay. Uh, dean of a faculty of arts and sciences. Okay. We have Michelle Williams. Uh, I'm sure they have doctors, though. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, right Harvard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First black person ahead of a fac- faculty at Harvard. Um, and lastly, it goes to Tamiko Brown mm-hmm. and Bridget Terry Long. And let me wow. put some respect on Marseille Martin's age. She is 15 years old, not mm-hmm. 12. I apologize, man. There you if, go. If you see this podcast, which I hope it reach you one day. <laughs> if you Hopefully. see this, understand that Amazing. I am extremely proud of you and I love to watch you act and I love Blackish and I look forward to all the works that you continue to do. Absolutely. Listen, man, I know y'all shared out with some some amazing women in society and pop culture and academia, but if I have to do this, which I I'm going to do this bus, but uh it's my mom. This dope. I got to say that. Yo, my mom Every is day. one queen that I know is a strong woman. She's passionate, she's um fun. She uh, she gets on my nerves all the time, and I get on hers <laughs> even more. But at the end of the day, you know that it's real. You know what I mean? And so just Mark, Mark, no. Mark, oh, matter of fact, can I cut you off real yeah, quick? Go ahead. So the first time I met his mom, <laughs> man, let me tell you, he was like, yo, Mark, my mom's here. Come meet her. I'm just happy. I'm like, I'm joyful. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me see who birthed Tyreek. <laughs> I'm walking over towards her. I extend my hand. Hi, my name is Mark. She looked at my hand. She was like looking at me up and down. And while she's on the phone, I know she don't want to mess with me. You know that's a woman not to play with. She's like, oh, hi. And shake her, shake my hand. And I walked away awkwardly. I'm like, man, I didn't know how that interaction was. But come to find out, no, she's really cool people, man. Yeah, yeah right. she's that's amazing. Right. My mom don't play. But let me tell you this. Uh, she is also, she was a single mom, you know. And she raised us. And I just think back to when she was raising us, 24, 25 years old, I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. Right. I couldn't imagine myself right now at 29 raising somebody? raising two boys. Like, I, I would lose my mind right now. Man, we, so, raise, we raise something right you know now. What I'm saying? But, think about it. Oh, you know, yeah. but it's just... <laughs> It's just interesting, right? As, right, as educated as we are, but we get to send them home. You know what I mean? Like, home. I, you know, so you're but, a handful. Yeah, oh, my goodness. But you trying you know, to be funny? Like, no. Oh, what? No, you a handful. But I want to shout out. But no, I really want to shout out all the single, all the single moms out there, man, sure, that are just sure, doing respect. the thing that is that's making sure providing for their kids. Let me tell you how simple. Let me tell you how real, real this is. Growing up, I didn't realize how blessed I was. Bro, let me tell you why, right? That's and some so big words right there. I didn't realize how blessed I was until, uh, let me tell you, it was basic things that I always had in the house. We always had, we always had toilet tissue, we always had like paper <laughs> towel, we always had tooth uh, toothbrushes and toothpaste, light bulbs, I, you know. And so one day I'm hanging out just as a teenager, I'm hanging out at my friend's house, and I'm like, "Yo, um, where's the uh, paper towel?" She's like, "Oh, we ran out of paper towel." I was like, "Oh, go get something off like the closet." 
I'm just thinking everyone has paper towel just galore, like stacks of closets, closets full of paper towel and toilet tissue, lotion. She's like, nah, we ran out. We got, we ain't have nothing in like a week. I'm like, how don't you have paper towel? And I'm like, dang, we're really, I'm really privileged. Like, and now I see as an adult, bro, there's some days I run out of paper towel. I'm like, dang. I can't just go to the closet anymore because moms took care of growing up. Now as an adult, you yeah, got to supply that. I'm like, that's crazy. Like little things like that, you don't realize how blessed you are when your parents are taking care of all of those things that you don't have to worry about. Yeah. Yep. I, know. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Well, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Hey, yo. You ready? Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's do it. What's this? Hey! Yeah. Ah. I, uh, I wish I could see my feet. All right, everybody. So this is now our segment of us just discussing, uh, I think, what was an amazing film, for real, for mm-hmm, real. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think having conversations with people, I'm looking at the, uh, like, I, I want to be a movie critic when I get, like, up in age. And uh, one of the biggest things I think about is the assessment of how people assess the quality of a film, right? And I think, and I took a, a film and tele- uh, television arts class at Morehouse, and uh, one my professor really like opened my mind. Her. No, you crazy! I'm not even gonna go into that right now. You interrupted me to talk <laughs> about he say? foolishness. What did you say? Some Tom foolery. I should have went to Howard. Who you should have went to Howard for? Yeah, he should have went to Hampton, bro. I, I can see. <laughs> first of all. <laughs> When the band of Morehouse men from oh, at, from New York, Yo, Atlanta, be, and wherever they are, come together amongst this podcast, for sure to get jumped. You talking Tom Fuller? Do not. You know what? I'm more afraid. Did y'all watch the movie and learn how to mess with Mike Larry? No, I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not even afraid of like the Morehouse men or. Well, you done changed my whole. Little, you done, little, done changed my whole segment to try to get on my institution. No way! I know. I'm really, going to HBCU so in New Hampshire. My thoughts what? on Bad Boys Three <laughs> are. Go ahead. Are <laughs> that I think for the quality of the content of the film to be based in 25 years after the 1995 release, um, it was eight years from 1995 to 2003, and then from 2003 to 2020. I mean, look at where we are. I think that's a high-quality film. Absolutely. For a partnership that we love so much. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, Bad Boys 2 was action-packed. It was funny. It was yeah. chari- charisma. was crazy. I was like, bro, are they going to do that again? Had yeah. the Haitians in the end. Bad it was the Haitians. Yeah. The Haitians but I love the Latin heritage that was in like introduced. Not like the heritage per se, but, you know, just the mm-hmm. fact that the screen time. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the characters and, like, as you go deeper and the La Bruja, like all mm-hmm. that stuff, that was dope. And I think that was one of the funniest things for me was Martin Lawrence when it comes to the, <laughs> the Bruja situation. Yeah. And we don't want to spoil, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't want to spoil yeah. the film too much, but like, what's y'all thoughts though? Cause I, I, I got great reviews, but I got to an argument with my homie yesterday cause he was like, yeah, it's like a 6.5. I'm like, you sleep. I'm nah. like, he was like, it's not better than Bad Boys 2. I'm like, it was never supposed to be. It is a continuation. Right. To be. 03, yeah. 2020. They all different. They yeah, different they're in real different. context, genre, life. And they, and they, and you can see the phases of life. Like, it's, For sure. it's a, yeah. it's a tracking of the, the life that they've lived. Well, right. And this, as, as those police officers. And that, and that character. Fact. And so it's, what, you know what I really was thinking about while I'm watching the movie? Last week, I don't blink think segment was Will Martin Smith. Lawrence, Smith. right? Or Fresh, Fresh Prince. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's crazy that in the, at the height of their careers, right? Like at that point in 1985, they came together and did a movie. 
Like that was big. What? That was I didn't realize that was how they had what? never what? done nothing together exactly. before. That was big. I heard that Martin had the like the first uh show out for Bad Boys and he had to bring on Will. He I heard that he had phone call Will and say, Hey, you want to do that? Yeah. Yo, that's real. That's that's some real that's real right talk. Because, so, I mean that would be love. Power collaboration. Because not only that, you gave if you had the choice to also have been Mike Larry and you gave that to Will, like that's real talk. I don't know if Martin would have been a good Mike Larry though. So now let's get on to this. Uh, this is kind of like dive into our main concept for the day. So the question was, well, what have Will Smith Oops. and Martin Lawrence done for the black community? And what we say by that is not really focusing on Will and Martin as the only primary caregivers to culture, but just specifically to the work they've done, to the dominance they've had in the culture. Um, is it the responsibility of black celebrities to help everyone else come up or should we be more critical of the people in charge? And I think to start this out, I want to just kind of dive into Will Smith. And to answer this question from my end, I just think, like, it was representation. It was kind of com- – it's like the conversation they've had. Mm-hmm. I've never looked at anybody and, and and thought to themselves, like, to myself, you got a responsibility to make a platform so I can grow to be somebody. Right. I don't believe that. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't even like that we indoctrinate nobody to even think that. What do you mean? What do you mean? So it's kind of like, I ain't looking to hear from none of these folks. I don't give them. You know? Mm-hmm. I care because they are part of the culture that I support. Right. But I don't care enough to let, let it be the basis of my, my growth. But what I would say is, and the reason why I say it's about the content they presented. Will Smith has presented content year after year. Like, if you look up some of his most, like, inspirational quotes, and I think the one that sticks with me and has stuck with me since I was a kid, and it was the first time I heard it, and it was on a YouTube compilation. He was like, I will never be outworked by anyone. Mm-hmm. I said, he said, I, if we on a treadmill together, I'm going to die on E before I let you outwork me. Like, that's the kind of concept around, like, have they done anything for the black community? Yeah, it's more so about watching somebody create a doctrine for themselves or watching somebody create a passion to keep pushing themselves, like. He's a family man. He takes that object of his family life to support Overbrook Entertainment or support, like, the way he does roles. Like, I mean, he's made mentions of, like, when I'm acting, I'm thinking about my kids. Or, right. Or even just the just the, the humility or just the openness to even say you was intimidated by a Tupac because mm-hmm. of the relationship he had with your, with your wife. I appreciate that. I can learn from that as a young man right. trying to figure out my life because, you know what, I'm not going to even lie. That's the thing that stuck to me that I heard from him recently. I've been intimidated by the nature of another male coming in the space of what or someone I'm dealing with at the time. And instead of me really realizing, like, yo, like, it ain't really, like, if she here right now, it's because she chose me. Mm-hmm. She chose <laughs> aspects about me that she believes in, that she cares about, right. that she sees, that she value, right? And Why I, in the I'm world laughing. is I'm spending time sweating that? And that's, when I heard him say that, that hit me to realize, like, I've been thinking for, I've been thinking about that for days, and he said this last week. Mm-hmm. So, when you talk about what they do for the community, I think they just do, it's the living, it's the, it's the authentic representation of, you can be flawed, but you can still be capable, and you can still reciprocate it's, how to be better the next day. And I, and that sounds good, right? And I think I agree with a lot that you said, but I also do think that there, there is an idea of paying it forward, right? It's like this idea of, sure. You know, we don't just stand on our own two feet. We stand on the shoulders of men and women who've gone before us. But you don't feel like Will and Martin paid it for? I would say 
Yeah, I would say to an extent. Not so much Martin. Yeah. No, no, not so yeah. much right now. More, more of Will, Will, I would say. Will, I would say, yeah. Like, he's created some strong careers. He's right. helped some people. He's produced And his some post on IG has just been inspirational. Well, well, it's yeah. just like, well, that was a, a, a greatest thing ever when he got an Instagram. My right. And I, but I say this. I'm not sure if entertainers, uh, black entertainers or uh, entertainers of color, but predominantly African-American entertainers, have done a great job of paying it forward, right? Haven't or have? Have not. They have not done. If, if you look at the, if you look in the music industry, when, when Nicki began to take off, Nicki Minaj began to take off, who was one of her biggest critics and haters and saying like, she's trying to be like me. She's trying to do what I do. Little Kim. She, no. Little Kim, right? Well, yeah. That's not necessarily paying it forward. Little Kim could have easily looked at it and said, yo, this girl is modeling her career after me. She sees me as something. And, and, and Nikki said the same thing. Nikki said, if you look at Lady Gaga and Madonna's relationship, Madonna's on something like, oh my God, like I love this woman. Like I lo- I want to push everything she's doing. I'm trying to push it forward. Nikki's like, I'm modeling my career. Yeah. I'm, I have a little bit of similarities because I've watched you with the image, but within our community, it's this idea or just, I'm not going to say our community, but you see this a lot. But it's everything. Everything's competition, though. Right. It's a lot of competition. Like anywhere in our community. In our community. Oh, it's so much competition. Everything is competition. Like you have to be number one. It doesn't matter who. Right. You can't allow someone else to go. Let me let me stand on your shoulders to be great. Yo, honestly, one of the freeing things in my the most freeing experiences I've ever had in my life was realizing that people that I'm leading or in anything, the goal is not for me to be the greatest ever. Right. It's for them. To be better than me one day. Yeah. Right? Fair. You should be preparing people for your departure rather than preparing people to endure your, your long haul. Like, you you staying forever. Yeah. We should true. be, you should be outgrowing yourself. Facts. And so you clearly see this in, in our communities. You see this in politics. You see this in, and just as, like, for instance, I'm, I'm gonna call them out. I'm gonna say what it is. Who? I think that the Barons, right? They are, they are a, a power couple in Brooklyn, in, um, East New York. Um, one's a city councilman, one's, and the wife is an assemblywoman, and they actually flip-flop seats. It's so weird. Like, the, he'll, he'll go for city council for a couple of years, and then she'll go for assemblywoman, and then she'll go for city council, and he'll go for her seat. It's like this idea of, like, they're in power, they're in control, they're doing this thing, and they're not giving room for the younger people. They're both, I think, if I'm not mistaken, in their 60s and 70s. They can easily be moving out of the way. But, I'll, I'll but they're not. But with like, to, and I want I want to hear Mark your, your thoughts on it. But like, when you think about like Jada, like because you think about the, the circle you in. So Jada has yeah. Red Table Talk, right? And I feel like Red Table Talk is really like pushing culture. And when I say pushing culture, it's the concepts of like what they talk about right. that progressing all of us in this space. Because I've listened to a few Red Table Talks and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. So what's your thoughts on it? I mean, to be honest with you guys, with Will, what I've been seeing from him, I feel like. That's what I want to be when That's I'm right. around his age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he is living his best life. Having fun. And this it's like where it's is fun. where is he getting these quotes from? Like really, like just one random day, I just saw Will Smith on IG, just on IG TV, just spitting just crazy. He's with things. the two guys in, that, in it, that nice little venue. Oh my god. That was a and beautiful interview. A, and he has a there's certain videos that he just has a tank top, just living his best life. Yeah. Years and, of wisdom and experience. Right. It's like That's just it. And, but he also said he liked to fail forward. Like he I didn't hear that part. What yeah. does he mean by that? So I watched another one of the compilation videos and his like voice came up and he was like, like 
fell forward, fell fast, and like I forgot the last fail. But the failing forward thing fell free, something like that. Okay. But like the the fa- the failing forward is beautiful. Like if you think about that, it's kind of like what you're saying. That wisdom he got, I believe it came from failing forward. Yeah, it's about the fact that he never not put himself in a space that gave him a chance. Right, right, right. But you know, honestly, just looking at how, what about financial freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking about financial development and how, isn't there an app you was telling us about Will Smith? Yeah, Will yeah, Smith and Will. Nas got an app together that they trying to uh, uh, like enhance financial literacy. Okay, and I think like that's the plan forward. Right. I mean, like, like the end of the day, like I said, bro, we be really expecting these celebrities to do some major work, bro. These folks right, regular, yeah. bro. And honestly, they are regular. And honestly, I'm, to... I'm not opposed to celebrities doing work. Right, but I feel like we do put a lot more on celebrities, and I say this what you because doing? they have. Yeah. But I say this: they have a level of influence. They do, and they have a they have a platform that I think that when you reach a certain level, that you when you have a certain platform, you're not obligated. But the morally correct thing to do is to use your platform to actually say, "Yo, I want to advance the agenda of people who are oppressed, and- people who are suffering, people who are dealing with some really hard." Stuff that's going on in their lives, but, and we have something. But we got influence in our own communities too, and we, we do. But, but it's, what do we do? Us it's alone, on but... us though to actually take action and actually use that platform. For right. example, if they made this app, we need to use the app. Like for example, if we have for kids, we should be if, giving. We, it should exactly. be used in schools. Yeah. For example, we use Robinhood, right? We do we? constantly. <laughs> well, I just check checking. Day, dog. Constantly checking. At first, I was a little hesitant. I'm like, okay, I'm well, not big on exactly. So I don't have Robinhood. Oh, you have one. You will have one. You need it. We'll set you up today. All right. You got to tell me about it's that. A, it is. So I switched my philosophy on it. Oh, Lord. I flip, I switched my philosophy on it. To me, it's not even me trading or investing no more. I look at Robinhood as a, a savings app. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. It's, a, it's a savings account okay. for me. To be honest, I save. Use other people's stock. I save, but I'm afraid to put money into things that I feel like that's not going to gain me a lot. So, so I'm that's like, why you got to study. And based on philosophy, and based on philosophy, right? Take like from philosophy, you learn that you're not living your best life unless you take risks, big right? risks. So I need to be more on taking bigger risks in my life. Right. For me, I got Ford. I got GE. Those are risks. Why? Ford and GE go up and down all the time. Right. Not a guaranteed thing. I got Sprint. It goes up and down all the time. But guess what? The longevity of all those companies is. 1985, they existed. Mm-hmm. They was up and down. They still exist in 2020. Yeah. Warren Buffett taught me that the the best thing that we could have when it comes to trading and being in the financial realm or exposing people to it, like Will Smith is exposing kids and like Nas is doing, exposing kids to this kind of app. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing you could do is wait. It's patience. Right. I think right. it, it, that's what it is. Like, yeah. all right, so, all right. I totally agree with you on that. So I want to stay on this, right? Mm-hmm. I want to ask, what do you guys think about, since we're talking about Will paying it forward, Will and Nas, let's talk about Tyler Perry. Do you guys think that he's paying it forward? Where I mean, was, to where T.D. Jakes, he's paying it forward, of course. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where was uh, Bad where was, million dollars. Where was Bad Boys 3 filmed? In the studios. Oh, where, where? Where's part of this? Part of Tyler Perry. Yeah, part of Tyler Perry. I mean, yeah. I feel like paying it forward, we... It depends how we see Because I'm about to say, when we hit this, is him making a black company that has one of the largest studios in comparison to Disney, Paramount, and major studios, that's a big pay for. If you're going to base it off his writings and the shows and movies he's made, I'm not sure about that. But then, how can you really... Because if you're going to do that, then you need to go back and find a director of Don't Be a Menace. <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, you're going to have to go back and go back to all the films 
that were like satire, but we laugh at it. But it was actually satire, real deal events and situations. You know, I, I'm not opposed. I actually don't think that. I actually don't disagree that Tyler Perry is not paying it for. Right. I never. Right? Yeah. I think Tyler Perry is doing a lot. I think he's done a lot for the African American community. I think the work that he's doing right now is actually doing his a, work ethics is insane. Like he's he's risen from what you would call the slums, right? Living in his car, doing like his testimony, his story is insane. But there are a lot of people who question how he got to this point, right? Uh, and the tactics that he used, and the storylines that he used, and the people that he actually. Uh, that he imitated, just all of these different things played a huge part. And so there are a lot of people who are African American who are critics of Tyler Perry. But I think, and, and I would say, I watched the they're video more of critics. Kevin Williams. They're more, more critics critic. on his writing though, instead of what right. he's doing. I'm not, no, not even that. People no. are more crit- critical of the fact that they're saying, Cat Williams says it himself, said it himself. This man made millions off of pretending to be a black woman. He said, Tyler Perry's only funny. When he's playing Medea. But we not, but Tyler Perry right? not is limited that, to, it's not what, li- what was the basis and the foundation of how he took off? What you mean how he took off? He took off by helping other people take off. Who? Remember Taraji P. Henson. Who? But, that was, no, hold on, hold on. We're talking I about the do, plays. Talking about the, Tyler Perry. The plays is, I that, mean, that was how he took off. Right, Medea. What's, the, what's wrong with that? I'm not saying, I'm saying people are bringing this up as like some of the. But those it's, are it's, plays. It's, it's like. Meaning, but that's how plays he, that's came how he got to his a population. Foundation. My mama loved that shit. But that's how he got his foundation. Right? That was his foundation there. I don't know. So I'm then, right. So then his foundation. Foundation. So what, what do, do you not, what do you not like about Tyler? I definitely do not like the fact that a lot of his storylines are pretty, let me just, I'm trying to find a biblical term for it. Predictable. Right? They're straight up predictable. Like you, it's the same old <laughs> story. What's yes! the best? Tyler, predictable. What Tyler Perry movie have you ever left to go? Oh my God. Caught me so off guard. No, no, I, I do agree. No, there's, no, some, what there's, movie? Some movie. there's some movies. You name a Tyler when you Perry. Start, when you start Quentin Tarantino? Oh snap. What a twist yeah. at the end. Right. Uh, so what? Alright. Uh, Jordan Peele? Oh snap. What a twist okay. at the end. Yeah, Tyler right. Perry? Black hold woman's on, hurt. Hold on, but stop, stop, She's stop, in stop. an abusive relationship. Stop, 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 stop. While she's in an abusive man relationship. Not, man shit. ain't shit. Uh, 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 Boris Kojo comes in. He's <laughs> a nice guy. guy. Wait, wait, wait. Talk He's about, a mechanic. Say, but we're not going He makes $12 an hour. <laughs> this, this, this woman who's a, who's a lawyer in a Fortune 500 company starts dating him, falls in love, leaves her multi-million dollar husband. Bro, it's all bro. The the mom, the aunts, like leaves. So then, so then this leads to my question: Why are we so critical on someone's creative perspective and the imagination? Because it's not creative. Why is it not creative? Because so Medea not creative. No, so nothing about Medea is creative. No, so the fact that he got nine plays, almost eleven plays, bro. He's innovative. He's innovative. But he the longevity cre- he, of didn't, it. he didn't create anything. But he's still selling our shows. Bro, Medea is is basically who? the funniest part we, of everyone's grandmama and one okay, woman. Okay, but who was the person Which to bring it? that to life for us? Nobody bro, else. We've Nobody been else. Talk- bro, we didn't have a... No, I mean, you ain't had no... No, It was Big Mamas. There were two, two movies, and the third one was corny. Another black man in the dress. Exactly. Two big... Right, like, and big it was mama. what, Joanna Man? Joanna Man. Those are movies. We talking bro. about a series of things that he created to keep creating them, to keep bringing money. Because at the end of the day, for me, like what I think about it is, look at Taraji P. Henson, right? Amazing. That was one of her couple... Like, that was her earlier roles. I could do better by myself. She credits and says, bro, I thank Tyler Perry, because if he did not give me the chance, 
We want to have the Taraji P that we looking at now. I don't know about that. You crazy? She credits him. What, like, like you got to think I about, know. think about, like, go into all his films. Of course. Look at Kiki Palmer on her on her grind, living her life. Gave her a chance. I don't know. I'm just saying that the story. She has a talk show with Michael. She has a talk show with Michael Strahan. Driver. What? What's it called? Talks with Kelly and Michael. This is my Kiki. Bro. Something like that. It's predictable. We know what's going to happen at the end. <laughs> That's it's right. not so, like, so it's not like Avengers, so, right? So, okay. With Avengers, you so, watched Avengers. You said, oh my God. Name, this is crazy. Name. They the actually, rest. he actually wins. Name, the bad guy wins. So, bro, okay. It's, it's a, pre- it's predictable, right? Yeah. But it's a game so for me. Creative. It's a market. It's a game. It's creative on the end of the fact that this is a person of color batting against. So do we think he ain't never getting on the Grammy light lineup. He ain't getting no Oscar lineup. Oh. Why? Goodness. Even so color, saying, color no, films don't even get those. So I, I thought, I'm I just saying. Turn a blind eye, right? Turn a blind eye because he's a person of color. I'm not saying turn a blind eye. Call it out. You know, call it out. But maybe we his movies so. can start changing if he brings in other writers. But I mean, exactly. Bro, he putting on actors, though. Bro, he putting on, on actors. Put on writers. He bro, has that's the same thing that's saying, hey, we're, we're, we're teachers, but we want to be curriculum writers. We're not writing the curriculum. We're just getting the curriculum. Who but, we, but we are Who hiring. But we, but we hiring. I run, my, I run my room. No, yeah, but we know. We know. <laughs> what you mean? The knowledge surgeon. We talking we about the idea. About I will cancel systematically. <laughs> systematically. Think about it. Hey, we not it. doing this today. We gonna sit here and listen to me preach for fifty five minutes, and you will do it. You will write up a note <laughs> at a display. <laughs> Uh, you, see, I have, I do not condone this. But no, let's no, get back, let's get back saying, to it. Think about so that. We should. Ha- we're talking about systematically. No, he's not hiring but people. At, of but color. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what I will hear, what I, what I will honestly say is, I hear more critique about his work, bro. We critique. Right, so we critique America. Not high. Wait, who said this? They, Malcolm X said. We, we said we call, No, uh, James Baldwin said I critique right. America because I love her. Bet. I critique Tyler Perry because so I then, love him. So then, let me tell you. So something. then you know me. I'm gonna be the devil's advocate. I want to know where's the. Re- so all you folk, because I get it. They, I don't agree with I'm every film. One of you folk. I don't agree with every film. Not all the depictions of women are something that I agree with. I don't like the storyline sometimes. Sometimes like damn, I'll do all the men gotta be deadbeats. And ain't the women ain't gotta be deadbeats either. Like daddy little girl, daddy's, I'm sorry, I was, that's Atlanta and me. Daddy's little <laughs> girls was right. a film that like those are the ones I'm like, nah, that, that, that was a, that was a, like, that was a solid. And can I say, guess what it was? What? what was Predictable. It? <laughs> we knew exactly what, how the outcome was gonna be. We talking about, so, there's not one person in the world Ray Charles knew what the going, outcome was going to be, and he's dead and blind. We, going to we know. <laughs> are we going to the movies? Oh, are we going to the movies to really go deep into? Is this going to be predictable today? Or are we actually going to the movies to say, you know what? What message was has he ever sold out in the in the theater before, bro? bro we got to go back making, on that. He made bread. He makes bread though. I'm mean, gonna tell you this. He makes bread. He's 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 living what Will Smith talked about: failing forward. His movies are not hits all of the time. There's some movies by Tyler Perry that I love. And I'm like, yo, I sure. love this movie. For sure. And right? it's some plays but I really like. Yo, I grew up watching the plays. With my mom. I grew up watching the plays. I yeah. never watched not I one hate, of her plays. Actually, you know Great. what? I'll be honest one with you. One of her? I'll be honest with you. It's one of his. One of her. It's See? That's what I'm See, saying. That is a character. Bro, but it's by Tyler Perry. Yeah. That's just like when uh Jamie Foxx. Was a plan. What, what, what's the name? Shanane? No, not no. Shanane. Shanane, that's Martin. Shanane, that's Martin. Oh, yeah, Jamie Foxx was playing. Um, Jamie Foxx and Nick Cannon. Doing what? The two. Dang, I, I forgot what the. Um, what's, you talking about the show from? You talking about In Living Color? 
Yeah, not said Jamie Foxx and Nick Cannon. It was Jamie Foxx and uh, Tommy Davis in that time. Yes. It was Jamie Foxx and a couple characters. Bro. But at the end of the day, I forgot the name. But they didn't base their whole company right. off of that. Though. He didn't base his whole company off that either. Apart from Medea, what do we know Tyler Perry for? Alice Cross. Who's that? What? Alice Cross is. <laughs> Alice, <laughs> he played Alice Cross. Morgan Freeman oh, depicted Alice Cross goodness, first. Bro. It wasn't the greatest film of all times, but nah. we. But if you want to spit facts about what he's done differently, you got to spit them out. Yo, my head hurt. Bro. Oh my anyway. god! Alex Cross is that the best? You, come on now. No, you said what he's he done differently. <laughs> but I'm saying like no good deed. No, no, no good deed. Know him, oh I, bro. Ninety percent of the world knows Tyler Perry from, from Adidas. Right. That's it. That crazy auntie grandma that somebody got. That, it's relatable. Have. It's relatable. So, With the gun in her pocketbook. It's relatable. So what? Well, I, don't know, I don't know about the pills. Oh, I don't know about the pills. I ain't cursing out, the cursing out a storm. Cursing out a storm. Drop some wisdom. All right. Sing a couple songs. My question is, what y'all really mad at, though? No, I'm not I really think, mad. I'm not mad. I'm just because there's a lot of people who critics, but will not go to the writers' I just, room. I just feel like he needs to hire. Maybe his movies will start changing. Go to the writers' room. I'm in there. Every day. I want to say that his. He won't bring me in because I'm black. Stop that. You can't make that racist slur. not racist slur. You can't make that. You can. Can I speak? You can. Maybe. Can. Let me just finish. No. No. <laughs> no. You can't be asking no. me, can you talk? You know listen. I talk a lot. Listen. I'm just yeah, saying. Permission, sir. <laughs> <laughs> just, just I'm just saying. Off. I'm just saying. Maybe his movies would change if he hires more black writers. He well, don't want us in there because we're going to say cut that Medea stuff out. So... Maybe okay. that's what he needs to hear. He, he, so, he don't want to hear okay, Why not? He, he's going to become so, a billionaire off of I get writing his job basis, but you know something I, I think about that I appreciate is whoever he does have working with him. People don't like Acrimony. A lot of people had bad reviews for it. Acrimony was made in eight days. That's a pretty talented production. Was it five? For eight. eight days. What else? It's five. It's five. It was eight days, I believe. Because Fall from Grace, this movie he just put on Netflix. You could have... Made it eight days. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it. Like, I, thought, I thought it said five days. No, it's I, eight days. It's, it's eight days. I mean, the, the five to eight days, it doesn't matter. The edits the were trash. I'm just saying. You know, huh? The edits were trash. I'm just saying. Okay, but the content was interesting. What I got from the content was you cannot underestimate <laughs> anybody. That's it. Predictable. That movie was not predictable. Yo, I you got, ain't seen it. I didn't, I I didn't, you ain't seen it. it. So you can't, can't say, say predictable. That one out, out of now. Hear me out. Out of all the Tyler Perry Out of all Tyler Perry. Out of, out of all the Tyler <laughs> Perry films, I have sat there and I'm thinking like, in the middle of it, I'm like, oh my god, this is the same. This is exactly what everybody's going to argue anyway. Okay. And then it flips, and it, it really, it really flips. It's like it's, that, it's would you would you expect that from Tyler Perry? No, it's a suspense film. No. The, I would say that this is his second run trying to be suspenseful because Acrimony was the first. Acrimony could have could have been way better, mm -hmm. but the editing flipped things like the way the husband died. And, I mean, no, not the husband died. The way she died in Acrimony. Yeah, when she got dragged to the end of the bottom of the sea, I'm like, man, what's up? That ain't it. Oh, wow. Now you could have did better with that. But this movie, this I'm be honest. I don't. I feel. Let this me be honest with you. This was I don't always remember all of the and different I'm Tyler about Perry that movies. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if anyone else is with me, but I don't always remember all of the different Tyler Perry movies because I feel like all of them are the same in some way, shape, or form. No, they are like it's name one that's different. So Medea's family reunion, right? Okay. okay. The concept that I got from it is really like something that we don't explore as children. 
when you grow up and you resent your parents because of mistakes that they've made. No, hold on. Let me, we talking about, you said diving into the film. This is what I'm saying. You got to critically analyze this stuff because there may not, like the aesthetics of everything you was looking for may not have been there, but there are points that you can pull. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there are ways you can resent your parents, right? What's the name of the movie? The, with she grew, Phil plays the mom and the daughter is a married. Resentment. It's all resentment. It's all the same. <laughs> it's not all the same. Bro. Because the basis of... Now, it was wild. The basis... Now, I get it. Like, I get you. Because what I'm about to say is, the family reunion movie was wild. Because think about the fact that, like, Bow Wow's mom was his sister. Never told her... Mom uh, Mom is the grandma. And never told Bow Wow the truth until it hit the fan in the movie. Right? Right. Yeah, that's wild. But that's somebody's life, bro. Yeah. Not the not the situation of your sister that you've been told for years is your mom, yeah. but like you can resent your mom to the point where when she passed on, it hits you like a flood right. because the feelings and the emotion behind that. You know why I dealt with that? I dealt with that when my mom got breast cancer, bro. One of the wildest things was I ain't never mm. repented so heavy in my life because yeah. I'm sitting here in the back of my mind like, bro, I know I don't hit the fan on my sins. My mama got breast cancer. She didn't tell me. She been knowing since April. I found out in November 2017. Wow. Like, that's a crazy experience. And she wasn't trying to hide it from me to hurt me. She's trying to hide it from me to help me. Right. But I resented her anyway. Right. So that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you're going to look at a Tyler Perry film, look at the strategies behind what he was trying to do. Yeah, they may all be the same. Well, America's still the same. And Dr. King had a whole mantra not the I have a dream speech. The idea behind radical living to do a change with racial so, objects around the world. And guess what? Ain't nothing changed yet. So, so Tyler Perry films may not be changing because the content around the men that he may be getting. Like you got to think. He getting this storyline or this hook about this directing that he wants to do from experience from somewhere. And I'm saying this. It's the, it's the experience. So it exists. It's, yo, it always existed. It's a real experience. And and my thing is this: when you go back to it, Tyler, I think Tyler Perry of is definitely someone who should be paying it forward, right? He, he, he is though. He, 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 he is. He is. No, forward. I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying he should. He is. But I do think that there are a lot of other people that we we see how much, we can go really hard to hold. I would say like entertainers accountable for paying it forward. But I think that people that we really should be holding more accountable ourselves. are like ourselves, mm-hmm. but also the people that we that we select to represent ourselves, right? We select these politicians. But now you like dive into a new thing. We right. don't vote. Yeah. I, we I, already I, right? on this so, way. Yeah. And so we get there and we have to we have to be honest with this, right? Louis Farrakhan said it great. I never forget it. He said it um, like an amazing line. He said that a lot of our black political leaders are nothing more than mannequins in the mall of democracy. They're just happy to be in a room. They ain't really about no change. They ain't really about no big, no, no shifting anything because they're afraid that if they actually make some moves and make some noise, they're going to get booted out. But, right? are, but are we though? Who? Are we as a people? Yo, I think because now, now, if 65% of African Americans in the world say Trump is racist, right? Mm. Out of that 65% mm. who say mm. that, did you let your cousin, your aunt, your uncle tell you, I ain't going up there today. I ain't going to vote for that. I don't got time for that. Did you go to the voting poll? And when you saw the legislation that was long and it had to go from the top of the screen to the bottom of the screen, did you read that junk? Or did you vote for the shortest one? Like, I'm not coming for nobody, but I'm saying, though, we this kind of like Tyler Perry. We complaining a lot about him. But I'm like, yo, for me, some of his storylines I relate to. I'm not relating to the deadbeat man. I ain't no deadbeat black man. Right. I ain't, we ain't gotta worry about that. 
we be falling like that's what i'm saying we fall so susceptible to like what is the negative thing that's being exuded we think it's ourselves what do you align with with these tyler perry films no i ain't never have a mudia in my life but my aunt was not too far from it (laughs) (laughs) if she was still living today i'm quite sure she would still be just as hilarious as i remember her right when i was young but when i but what i want to realize is what we do as a people a lot the crab we have a crab in a barrel mentality that's so thick because at the end of the day, we don't appreciate certain aspects of like how life going, but we ain't doing nothing about it. Because at the end of the day, where are the people that have always wanted a better black network other than BET? Because you remember all them years, people yeah, complain about BET. Whoever, whoever, nothing. And I created a new network. Nobody. No, 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 no. Ooh. Oprah. Oprah no, ne- we talking about celebrities. We talking about people who got the resources. Oprah a celebrity? Oprah's no, no, I'm, I'm not. We're, we're talking about celebrities. I'm talking about the people who are not celebrated on. Where you level. gonna get resources just that easily just to create? Big you dog. Know how hard it is to Big buy dog. Network? You better get on See, your IG. About to go. Big dog. You better get on your IG story. No, use them two minutes. Use them two minutes that they give you on that max and make a make a show. Because guess I'm what? Not, the more hold on, hear me out. The more content you got over time, the right person who like yo. I like this kid. Go find his Instagram. Go on your Instagram, your IGTV, and I go back and find out that you got 15 other so, videos and pieces of content. I think that leads you to having me sign you up to work for a PBS or have a time one representative come see about you. What I'm trying to get people to realize is, and what I'm tired of, is I ain't trying to be like none of these celebrity folks. I'm not checking these folks day to day. I don't care about them. So, I care about so who what they're talking, so so talking about. So who you talking about? Anybody, anybody who is of a higher financial status than me or is celebrated more than the circles that I'm around, because I got friends who so are. So I'm asking. Let me ask. I want to be clear. Only a way to be celebrities, but that does not. What are you? Sustain. What are you saying? You saying that you you're looking for people, just regular people, with not without the resources to come together and form the resources to to have their own black television networks and things like that. Is if there was a, a system to measure. How many times you complain for every complaint you have? There should be two extra steps you take it to. That's not, to, to that's break not, that. see, that's not the answer. That. That's not what I'm asking. What you asking? I'm asking, how do you take, how do you expect the people with resource, with no resources to get to that point when the people with resources are having a hard time getting to the table anyway? They doing what we doing right now. But I'm we ain't had the resources. We ain't had no, 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 hold on. Nah, nah. Before we, before we met Pyro, before we even got to this point, we was planning a podcast. Pyro already had the setup, and it was through your connection. Right, right. We, we had the saying, connections, but what I'm, I'm saying that though, connectivity but, and collaboration leads you to resources. Michael, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that the people with resources I'm themselves, saying government ain't like that, right? With the, <laughs> you know, get serious, Michael, Mark. <laughs> you know, when when people with resources like Oprah and Tyler Perry, and they're trying Spike Lee and um, Pete Diddy, they're doing these things. But, we ain't just that why, see but it. I'm saying, we ain't that why we live on ourselves right now? No, no, no. Because not, if you don't think you got to access not, the resource, you're not gonna try no more. Okay. I feel like. Hold people, on, wait, wait, hold on. What's up? Is this thing on. You gotta let me finish, Michael. So <laughs> you definitely got me. I'm all like, right, well, dang! What, like, let wrong? me, let me. All right, no, but I'm saying, for instance, let's just look at this. We, I'm not going to go into the political aspects of it, and if, did he do it or not? Let's be honest. There's a moment when Bill Cosby was getting ready to purchase NBC, NBC right? Right, I make a major per, per, purchase, major moves. Soon as that was getting ready to be finalized, everything hit the that's fan. That's when all the women, everything hit the fan. Yeah, that's true, right? And I'm not saying what he did. He didn't do it. I, I don't know. We don't bro. know. This evidence. We that's between him and his gun. That's between him yeah, and gun. We didn't Listen, know. It's, it's out there. No, no, no. We know there's evidence 
There's evidence. There's evidence in the courts. I don't want to talk about Let, it. Listen, it's real. Let's let's be honest. What? But what I'm somebody you don't want to talk about the cousins? Yo, let's not do this right now. Because this is like that. another hour show. I'm poking it. Do not poke the bear because <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you talking about don't poke the bear, but you sound like a pirate? Foolish. That didn't sound like a bear? No. Nah. failed big no. time. That ain't no. it. Just let it go. Yeah. All right. That's but no, in reality, there are people with resources that are coming together, and I think that it starts somewhere. I don't think that it's just going to be this overnight grand movement, a whole bunch of people with no resources are going to come together, and we're going to collaborate, and boom, it's, we're all on the map. That's what I civil think rights was. No, it was a lot of. It was a lot. There was a lack of resources. No, no. And they made happen. They made things happen. There was a lot of legwork that happened way before. Without a lack of resources, right? No, it it was manpower. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking. When I say lack of resources, I mean access to government was not as. But there were people who had who were given access there, right? Eventually, right? right? Eventually, but it was a lot of pre work that went into it. And what I'm saying is, there are a lot of things that we can do as a community. But right now. There's a lot of pre-work happening. And I don't think that, that, that it's fair to say that we're, oh, we're complaining and nothing's being done. I think a lot is being done. But I, I think that we have so much more to go that we're, we're feeling to recognize that there's a lot to overcome in order to get there. There's a lot of systematic stuff that's happening. There's a lot of laws that's happening. There's a lot of deregulation that's needed, that needs to, that needs to happen that's not happening right now in order for this to be a fair game. And guess what? It was never meant to be a fair game. I wish. Right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, we obviously we're gonna have to end it. We know Michael has more to say. I, I, I ain't even Listen. go. I ain't even go in. <laughs> all I'm saying is, I'm not we even sweating like, yet. Right. All I'm saying is, I got five hoodies on. All I'm saying is to tie it all the way back to how we started this conversation about celebrities yeah. and shit. They be doing more. Yeah. I think yeah. one of the biggest things to think about is why they got to be the ones to do more. Why can't we do more? Why you can't feel like more? Because I tell myself every day, can't what? Why can't we feel like more? Cause we, cause if you logically think about it, bro, no, it's like there are a lot of people walking around here with like with self esteem lower than the average. But Why? Because they don't have an access to a certain type of material or access to a certain type of lifestyle that gives you a chance to be somebody. I'm, really I'm just, I just, I just want to say that we just gotta try harder. I feel like we are. What? Get, we already started. No, no, we started no, right no. now. I, uh, we all trying. No, no, I want to say this. We are given the platforms. We are. We are we, giving the platform. So we're just we're, not trying hard enough. That's what you're saying. Who? Who? I mean, not talking about us, bro. No, yeah. I'm talking about the people in general. Like, are you talking about honestly, the black? I do. Boy, if we was, honestly, we would I don't. all be living. I do living. not see that. Oh, my we, I do not see that. We could, we Man, could we, save this for another time. We, we do have, have to wrap this up. Yeah. All right. Um, I have a head. <laughs> Well, don't worry, bro. We're not trying hard enough. Right. Forget, you know, forget systematic oppression. See, see, that's not forget. Forget the fact that the bro, Constitution was a mess see, for us. See, we're not trying hard see, enough. But see, that's the thing, bro. Who finna spend time having a conversation about that? We already know that. What are the alternatives now? And we gonna get into those. Tyreek, yeah, episode. I know. Go you, ahead, bro. All right. <laughs> anyway, ahead. all right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. <laughs> Thank y'all thank for listening you, to the, first, the second Ep- podcast. Second episode, not second, second podcast. Ep- Ooh, wow. Second I'm episode. I'm closing out. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. Is this thing on? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Please follow us on our, uh, Instagram, Ghetto Profits Podcast on IG. Uh, <laughs> yo, we out. We out of here. Hey, uh, remember y'all, uh, make sure you follow uh, us at Ghetto uh, Profits uh, One uh, on Twitter. Uh, that's yo. right. Send in questions, yo. send in statements, anything uh, you want to say. We love you very much, and we are Access glad to be a part of this family. the questions, the craziest Go questions. Go for the gusto. Go for the gusto. We oh, love yeah. you. Oh, yeah.